0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. There's one thing we don't really have to worry about here, this part of the world. It's uh, getting attacked by a bobcat while you're getting into your car in the morning. Oh my God, I saw this video. (laughs) Okay, Uh, down in North Carolina... A man named Happy. Yes, the guy's name's Happy. That's a real name, huh? He was getting into his vehicle, and it's just the most. This is all captured on. Looks like a home security camera. Uh, the most normal, uh, saying hi to the neighbors, kind of start to the day. Mm-hmm. But then things just go sideways. Here's the audio. Good morning. I need to wash my car. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God! <laughs>
0: complete chaos (laughs) it's so so routine so random and then all of a sudden like talk about poop hitting the fan you can hear the cat winding up the the bobcat's in between two vehicles the wife kind of goes down between the two cars happy's on the other side he springs into action god bless him and he runs over there he takes on the bobcat picks it up with his bare hands, chucks it across the lawn. (laughs) But for a second, he's just, he
2: has it in his hands and he's just staring at it. Like kind of like Simba when he's being presented, but Simba's facing back at him. He's he's making eye contact. Yeah.
0: He's like, it's a bobcat. This is Happy's yard. You stay out of Happy's (laughs) yard. You know what happened to Bob Barker? Well, you know what happened to, to Happy and his wife? They both were bitten by this thing and they had to get 30 rabies shots. There's not just one rabies shot. You got to get thirty. No, I see. I thought that was a, a rumor too. That the your Brazilian pa- variant is in there too. I thought your parents would tell you that when you were young, so you'd stay away from strange animals. If yeah. you get bit or scratched by that thing, you're going to have to get thirty needles in your abdomen. Yeah, okay, mom, whatever. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's true. Huh. They had to get thirty rabies shots. He's a hero, though. Like, yeah, this guy he. I'd like to think I would do the same thing if my wife was getting attacked by a bobcat, but I don't know if I would. (laughs) What do you think you would have done? Jim, you and I have been in situations before. Like Remember when that lady fell on the dance floor? We were emceeing an event, and a lady fell on on the dance floor, and her head split open, and there was blood everywhere. Yeah, an older lady. Remember that happened? And you and I just froze. We did nothing. And the women, like my wife and a couple other ladies sprung into action they took care of things while we just stood there like Grr. so i i don't know if i would freeze or if i would do what happy did and run right towards the the action
2: yeah i doubt he really even thought about it i think the instincts yeah. kind of
0: just took over but do you have it's the it's the fight or flight yeah <laughs> i feel like i'm more of a flight guy <laughs> Do you think you would do the same if Sarah was getting attacked by a bobcat in your driveway? I think so. I, I truly do think I would. You'd I, jump
2: right in there? I would. I think i put it in a sleeper hold. I think that would be my move. If it was on top of her, I would like get, get behind it, choke it out, put it to sleep.
0: And I wonder how much goodwill that would win you with your wife. Because if you didn't do anything, you'd never hear the end of it. But I feel like if you did jump in and save your wife or your girlfriend from the bobcat... She'd forget about it in a yeah. couple days. This is what would happen. She'd be like, well, if you didn't leave the garbage cans out. It would be your
2: fault <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be <laughs> mussing around in the garbage cans. It's a pop can. my wife.
0: What would you do in that situation? Have you ever uh, had to fend off a wild animal is the question we're asking this morning. 1-833-829-6546. That's one eight three three Taz and Jim.
3: Have you fought a wild animal? Uh, yeah, I actually have. I was, uh, deer hunting one day, and I was up in a tree stand, and I heard this sound of wings coming towards me, like a whoosh, 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 and I looked to my right, and I got smacked in the face and the shoulder by a giant hawk. Was and it I coming for you, it. or did it would... Yeah, I was... I don't know if it thought that I was part of the tree, because I was all camouflaged or what, or if it was just like, hey, that looks delicious. I don't know. But it came out of nowhere and it almost knocked me out of the tree. It was wild.
0: Are you a yummy looking guy?
3: Uh, I don't know. I <laughs> to don't birds, know. I, I, <laughs> the birds, apparently. The bird thought so.
0: It's my nightmare, man. I see I see some of those big birds flying around when I'm out with my kids. Like, my daughter's a year and a half, and I'm sure you've seen some videos online where the things swoop down. and They get you their talons in a kid. They lift them right off the ground.
3: Well, that's what I was afraid of. I mean, I, I'm like a 200-pound guy, but at the same time, I didn't know if it was like a pterodactyl or something. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. and scared me.
0: Did you get scratched? Like, do you have any uh, any battle scars?
3: I was really hoping for like a wicked, like an intimidating facial scar or something, yeah. but it basically just kind of like smoked me, didn't really get me. Of course, it's like the middle of December, so I'm wearing 400 layers of poofy camo clothing, right? So yeah. I, 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 I think it was a contract
0: movie. hit. I think the deers talked to that bird, <laughs> said, hey, take care of our problem for us. We'll hook you up.
3: That's uh, 100% it, Taz. They got a calendar, and they look, and they go, oh, crap, it's deer season now. We got to put out a hit on those guys in the trees.
0: Uh, we don't really like the, the, the birds that much, but uh, I think we have to put our differences aside and team up against these hunters. They form the alliance. You're right. Got a little peek behind the curtain. What happens on construction sites <laughs> over the weekend? Uh, this is not commonplace, Jim. You say you worked construction for a while.
2: Yeah. Well, we did have a couple uh, burlesque shows under the bridge back in the day. Like <laughs> a couple dirty old trolls.
0: When you're working
2: for your dad's bridge <laughs> building company. Yeah. No, this is something I've never heard of this. There's lots of legends of construction sites, but I've never heard this one before. Okay.
0: Here's a story from Global News. <laughs> The video is shocking and sexually explicit. It appears to show at least half a dozen construction workers at a job site during the day dancing and touching a woman who is topless and at times bottomless. At one point, a man can be seen drinking from a magnum of vodka. Sources tell Global News the party was to celebrate his retirement. Oppa, say hi. The video, which was shared with Global News, also shows that none of those involved in the party were wearing masks. What? They weren't wearing masks? Can we forget about masks for five minutes? I think it's very safe to say um, that not wearing a mask is the least of your worries if you're in this video. <laughs> Why do Why you even acknowledge it? Oh, that's so stupid. So, uh, some drywallers from GTA were, were working in Milton building houses, and uh, they invited, appears to be an uh, adult entertainer, dancer, stripper, whatever you want to call them, to the job site, and they decided to film it, which is, I'm like, what are you guys. There's so many levels of what are you guys thinking in this story? Yeah, but the yeah, but the guy filming it, the stupid guy, getting
2: people on camera to say "opa,"
0: yeah, hey, (laughs) say hi to the camera, (laughs) everybody wave. What's
2: your full name?
0: So Whose idea stupid. was this? Please acknowledge that you are completely responsible for this bad decision <laughs> in this video, and then I'm going to share it with some friends. Yeah. Don't worry, I really trust these guys. I'm going to send the video to one person. There's no way it'll get out there. <laughs> it looked like it, like
2: the video. It looked like a porno set because it was like I, I. Somebody just sent it to me, and I had no idea what it was. But it was like it was the the walls were up, like it was in a house. Like it looked like. It looked like a movie shoot. I don't know. It was the, during the middle of the day. Like, the light, it was so bright in there. That was the weird part. It was, like, the afternoon. Uh-huh. Like, if it was at night, it would have seemed maybe a little more seedy, but okay. a little more normal. To me, it looked like a construction site. But in the middle of the day. Like, instead of having a retirement party for this guy at, like, 8 p.m., it was, like, 2 in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, you can't,
0: you can't gather anywhere else. I know, but it's just- I guess those are the working hours. Uh huh. The guys are getting fired, and this guy—it was his retirement party. I wonder if he's going to lose any pension, or if he's going to lose—maybe he was in a maybe in a drywallers union. Maybe, yeah. Not a lot of them aren't. He could lose some cash though, possibly because of this. And I can only imagine the angry wives listening to this story. Like those guys, are so again, so many levels. Uh, of bad decisions made yeah. As long as they're wearing masks yeah, They would have been okay with it <laughs> Honey get in here I saw the video What were you thinking not wearing a mask <laughs> Tell me you sanitized those hands Mister uh, Jim did you watch Did you at least see any of the highlights of that YouTube guy Boxing on the
2: weekend I, I only saw the final little flurry Of punches that knocked out Ben Askren
0: It was Jake Paul versus Ben Askren Yeah, Jake Paul, one of these, uh, the the Paul brothers, YouTube guys who have decided that they want to be professional boxers, so... Um, they're fighting people who aren't professional boxers.
2: <laughs> to really In put their name on the map. Right. Well, this this fight was a mess for several different reasons. Like, I guess when it was, I almost paid for it. Taz, it was. I looked up to see how much it was. It was fifty bucks to watch. Oh I said, no God. way. So I tried to find an illegal stream. Couldn't find that either. But so I just waited for some things to pop up on on Twitter. But I guess it was just the worst thing. There was like it was like a concert mixed with a boxing match, and there was so much music. People were like, when the hell are the fights gonna start? so it was it was just a mess like if you don't like jake paul i think this fight was such a mess this show was such a mess that this may end his boxing career you know what i mean because there there was a lot of hype
0: going into this this was not good there was one moment that may have been worth fifty dollars What's that? Snoop Dogg teamed up with, it was the triumphant return of Steve Urkel. What? Snoop Dogg and Steve Urkel together? Ah, well, my mind's on my money and my money's on my mind. I don't drink. I smoke.
1: Oh. The sticky-icky.
0: Yeah.
3: That Mary Jane.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> well, say less. I grow my
1: own.
0: Purple Urkel. Steve Urkel got his own way.
1: Indeed. Purple Urkel. Hmm. I manipulated the flavonoids to enhance the purple
2: aesthetic. <laughs> wow. Purple Urkel.
0: That's a great name, by the way. Purple Urkel. I know you love marijuana names. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve Urkel, Jaleel White was portraying his the role that made him famous, Steve Urkel, in this, in this promotional video for... Uh, Purple Urkel, wow! His new strain of marijuana that he's <laughs> he's hawking.
2: I love it. I want to get some, man. I love it. just hearing that voice again. I forgot how much I loved Steve Urkel. It'll turn you from Steve Urkel into Stefan
0: Urkel. <laughs> yeah, goes down smooth. Uh, st- uh,
2: the the Stephen Urkel is the sativa. The Stefan Urkel is the
0: indica. <laughs> man i don't know i i think a, like maybe i'd try like um a, a gary coleman strain of What's of that? That? uh what you talking about willis <laughs> so you could say that while you're smoking it <laughs> like if you're gonna try a strain of weed based off of a sitcom character with a catchphrase you want what you talking about or do you want did i do that
2: did i smoke that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Did I eat that?
0: Yep, you did, <laughs> Steve. Oh, Steve.
2: <laughs> I hope this is a big comeback for Urkel. I want to see this character. This is one character I wouldn't mind a reboot or, like, uh, you know, a glorious comeback with.
0: Hey, if it helps him sell his marijuana, I'm sure he'll be in. I know this story's got you worked up here, Jim. Yeah. Chair Girl. Remember her? The. Uh, Idiot who threw a chair off a Toronto high rise balcony back in 2019, filmed it, put it on social media because that's what dumb dums do. Um, well, Chair Girl apparently just told Narcity that she's made $250,000 in five months on OnlyFans, this website, <sighs> OnlyFans. Yeah. I don't get it. If you don't know what OnlyFans is, it's like a subscription
2: service. You can pay to watch certain girls. They give you exclusive content if you're like one of their followers or whatever. Uh I don't know why anybody finds this woman attractive. Or interesting. Or There's so many beautiful women on that site, I think. I don't know. But like this girl is not... I don't get the appeal.
0: Why? Yeah, why? You know her as chair girl, but why? (laughs) I I guess it's a curiosity thing because... uh, this article here, Narcity asked chair Girl what kind of content she's creating on OnlyFans. And she responded, what happens on OnlyFans <laughs> stays on OnlyFans. But you got to think there's some sex stuff. Yeah, and something chair-based as well. <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> upside, I'm assuming it's all chair-related. Upside upside-down chairs? <laughs> yeah, you know, upside-down bar stools.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what OnlyFans... Uh, uh, it's sex stuff, right? Yeah, of
2: course, I, I of course. And she's
0: not I, I doing covers on her acoustic guitar. <laughs> I haven't been on OnlyFans. I don't know a ton about it, but from what I understand, it, it's if you subscribe, you're basically paying to see. Some naughty stuff or fetish stuff, maybe? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I just don't get what's specifically about this girl. Like, unless there are chair fetishists out there that, you know, saw her and said, you know, she must be mine or something. But uh, another kind of semi-famous girl. Remember that cash me outside? How about that girl who was on Dr. Phil? Yes. Do you remember that girl? She, she made, made a million, a million dollars. Million bucks. In one day. In 24 hours. For, she did a big, a big uh, marathon <laughs> and made a million dollars.
0: On OnlyFans.
2: Yeah, and again, like, you know, not necessarily, like, I don't
0: understand the appeal. I'll just say that. I don't get it. Uh, we gotta find, uh, like, are there, what could we do on OnlyFans that, uh, like, I don't want to, uh, nobody wants, you'd think nobody would want to see it, but maybe there are people who have fetishes for out-of-shape radio hosts. <laughs> naked, Jim. Do <Yeah. laughs> <Like, what? laughs> We have to be naked, though, eh? <laughs> <laughs> for a million bucks? For Twenty-four hours, a million bucks. I'll do anything naked. Twenty-five, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in five months for chair girl. What about afternoon nap fetishists? We could just oh, put the cameras on when we're napping between the hours of one and three p.m. Oh, onlysnoozes.com. <laughs> Only naps. <laughs> I'll sleep naked, whatever. (laughs) Sure. $25 for your membership. (laughs) We'll meet you on OnlyFans. Oh, God. Now I regret even bringing her up. Why are we giving her more attention? She probably just got five new subscribers. I know. Four, one for each leg of the chair.
1: (laughs) Hey, drywalling terms. Or sex moves. That's a good move. (laughs) You're not kidding, that's a good move.
0: Yes, we are playing drywalling term, or sex move, inspired by the the drywallers, who had a party that has gotten a lot of of attention on the job site in Milton, Ontario. Jim used to work drywall, so you're the expert here. I don't know about your bedroom activities, but at least I know (laughs) you you got the drywall terminology down. I'm terrible at both, Taz. (laughs) Really (laughs) time-consuming. drywalling heart on the back uh-huh. drywall drywalling glenn is our contestant how you doing glenn not too bad How are you good so jim's gonna give you a term you guess whether it's uh drywalling or sex move okay
3: sounds good first, first one ter- jim first
2: term here sheet rocking sheet rocking
3: oh uh. That, to me, I believe that is a drywalling
2: term. You are correct. Another way to say drywalling. <laughs> Sheet rock. We all know drywall guys can rock the sheets, though. You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, we got it, baby. How about the second term here? Trimming the V-groove.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that drywalling or a sex move? Trimming the V-groove.
3: Um... I'm going to go with uh, sex move on
0: that.
2: You are
3: incorrect.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> That's when you take your utility knife, you cut the corners so they fit in a little nicer, a little easier to mud. Trim in the V groove. Yeah. Next one here <laughs> The Lazy Man. The Lazy Man. <laughs> All
3: right, this one I got to go sex move on. You are correct. Yes. You place
2: pillows behind your partner's back, have them sit on the bed with the legs outstretched. Now straddle their waist. <laughs> Next one here. The Seated Wheelbarrow. The Seated Wheelbarrow. Uh, Gotta go sex move on that one. Yup. Have your partner sit on the edge of the bed or chair. Then you turn around backwards and you, you figure it out. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. can look
0: them up. If you're that <laughs> curious about the sex moves, that's what the internet's for. How about this final one here? Shimming the gap. Shimming <laughs> the gap. Drywall or sex move?
3: Nah, that has got to be drywalling.
2: You are correct. Shimming the gap. You don't want
0: that drywall touching the basement floor. Got to go. shim it. Absolutely. Be in big trouble. Big moisture problems if you don't shim the gap. <laughs> or if you shim the gap too much. Yellow. Yeah, hey there. <laughs> Glenn, congratulations. Thank you God. are a winner. You sure know your drywall and your sex moves. <laughs> you know it. Announcement made by the Ford government on Friday.
3: Boys, want, want, it said,
0: you if do, you're out of your house, the police have the power to stop you. Whether you're in your vehicle or you're walking on a bicycle, they can stop you. And the cops can say, why aren't you at home right now? Give me your address. And the police said, yeah, we're not doing that. How could, how could that announcement be made <laughs> before checking with the police departments across the province?
2: You'd think they would have touched base.
0: Yeah. We got somebody in the know who can speak freely here. Former London, Ontario Police Chief Murray Faulkner joins us. Hey, Murray. Good morning. Was this a surprise to you that uh, Doug Ford made this announcement without seeming to have checked in with police departments, whether or not they were cool with it?
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, over the last uh, six, seven, eight years, the process of which uh, legislation is brought forward may have changed. Uh, I can speak historically that um, there was always a, uh, a working relationship between the elected government and new legislation that would affect police. I suppose, though, that during this uh, COVID-19 pandemic we're having, uh, decisions get made without uh, proper consultation or, or feedback from those that are really affected. So I think, you know, this is one slip-up that the provincial government has made that uh, got backtracked within 24 hours. <laughs> it really, it, listen, it made no sense, first of all to make a medical condition on the shoulders of the police again. We've gone down that road with mental health, with drug addiction, with homelessness. It's just like police are not the answer to any of these issues. Hmm. And, And second of all, it doesn't stop the spread where the spread of COVID is happening. So it made no sense.
0: It didn't surprise you then that
1: the police departments were like, "We don't want it. We don't want this." We- <laughs> well, it surprised me that they came out in force within 24 hours. So obviously, uh, the Ontario Association of Chiefs of Police did their. They're uh, polling and, and did come out strongly. Well, there enforced. was some
0: police departments who were tweeting out before the announcement, hey, know your rights, you don't have to give information to police, because they preemptively wanted to let everyone know we're not on board with this.
1: So I think, I think some of the announcements that were made have not been f- thought through. I think they have good intent, but the purpose of it is wrong. Like, why shut down golf courses? Why, why the playgrounds? None of that makes any sense, because that's not where the COVID spread is happening. So it,
0: you it, feel like they're almost making political decisions now oh, instead without, of...
1: Without a doubt, and I think, uh, and it's not just provincial government. It's, it's federal, it's municipal, and, of course, provincial. I think many of the people that work for these elected officials don't have real-life experience. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, I don't Well, know they, what-
0: they make the announcements, and then the doctors, the police are right. like, well, what? That doesn't make any sense. And exactly. they're like, oh, well, just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, were just, just we got you. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, you know, spitballing. <laughs> it's like, ha- have the brainstorm session before you make the announcement, not after.
1: Right, and I understand that things have to be decided relatively quickly. But in this modern times of any kind of uh... communication whether it's internet phone, uh... texting back and forth i mean these decisions can be made with a lot of input in a short period of time and i think uh... that process uh, didn't happen on friday
0: we've got former london ontario police chief murray faulkner on with us now there was a lot of tweets a lot of social media action surrounding this about uh, minority groups are like okay well this is great now we're going to get stopped even more by the police this is clearly something the police didn't want they don't want that's that type of negative spotlight on them do you think that weighed into their decision uh in terms of coming out so quickly against?
1: random stops well there's no question that uh... policing and and the way uh... police handle uh, visible minority communities is in the spotlight whether it's united states or in canada and so there is that fear but i will say that i don't think that uh... Ontario police services uh... ever contemplated that that's the power that they would use it was one of those things that was brought forward without a lot of thought uh, the idea might have been to stop the mobility of people, as as the law calls. Yeah. It could stay at home. So, how do you enforce stay at home? You use police. That's that's a pretty basic thought process. But it really doesn't work that way
0: and just the, so people society. are aware the police can still if you're breaking the the guidelines if you're out and you're having a party if you're gathering in your backyard the police can still come and give you tickets in those scenarios they're just not going to be randomly stopping well, you saying hey buddy where are you going
1: you know i think that if the law had been uh articulated in that manner and that's what they're that's what now uh, our solicitor general uh uh sylvia jones is saying uh, you know if police have a reason to believe that an individual really is participating in a quote organized public event or social gathering they'll probably enforce the law and probably and, and right <laughs> so right <laughs> yeah. you know we've seen in the past sometimes it gets enforced and sometimes it doesn't
0: yeah well are you uh, are you glad you're not a current chief of police or a politician uh, murray
1: you know <clears throat> I, I will say that in times of of Problems. Uh, good organizations pull together and get things done. It's kind of interesting to note that uh, when this pandemic hit, where did our political leaders turn for uh, help and organizational skills? It certainly wasn't uh, the bureaucrats. It was the Canadian military.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: And so um, I think I think a lot of us have to take a step back and and when this is all over, reassess. You know, uh, uh, our political people, I, 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 I think that real leadership is in scarce uh, supply right now, whether it's, it's all three levels of government. And, and our society really needs to take a look on who we elect.
2: It's a rare moment when every political party has failed. You know, we we, like the it's like the people versus the politicians right now. Like nobody is satisfied with the job that that any party is doing. Yeah, conservative, liberal, everyone's.
1: It's kind of refreshing. If someone wants (laughs) to just blame one party, if you want to just blame the federal liberals, then it's pretty short-sighted and you're not really observing what's going on in Canada.
0: Hey, Murray, we can't play golf later today, but do you want to go uh, down the slide? Yeah, (laughs) want to go on the swings with me later?
1: And we can't go camping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but at least we're not getting stopped randomly by the police. Former London Police Chief Murray Faulkner, thanks for your time this morning. Take care, gentlemen. Time for a segment called Why Do We Care About This? (laughs) J-Lo and A-Rod have broken up. It's really? officially over. Yeah, hmm. Over the weekend on his Instagram story, this is kind of a, I don't know. It seems like this song, anytime somebody plays this song, it's a cry for attention. A-Rod posted a video showing pictures of the family in happier times, him and J-Lo and, and their kids, and in the background he uh, chose this song. And the tears come streaming down your face. Like <laughs> a little slide show. Wow. A little grade grade ten you lose slide presentation there. <laughs> Cole fix you in the background. He tagged J Lo in the video, so And fix you like it's about a
2: relationship fixing somebody, right? So the whole song itself is about a breakup,
0: right? Well, it's do you do you want to fix it or do you want to just call it a day? It sounds like you don't want to fix it. You've given up on that. He should have really picked a J Lo song to go with it. Oh, he doesn't want to give her any more money, right? True. Yeah. 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 Residual checks. One point eight million dollar engagement ring. In that relationship. Not sure uh, who's keeping that. He's got to get it back. Not that it matters. No way, dude. It's not how it works. He won't get that back. It's a
2: gift. But they're both equally rich.
0: Well, he's more rich, but... Maybe that was a hint they're going for the conscious uncoupling. Isn't that what Chris Martin from Coldplay and Gwyneth Paltrow called it? When they broke up. That's right. Conscious uncoupling. Yeah. Rich people divorce. (sighs) Okay, why do we care about this? Uh, Prince William and Prince Harry were seen chatting at uh, their grandfather's funeral on the weekend. (laughs) Isn't this exciting? This is a news headline. I would hope so. Uh Aha, grandpa died. Yeah. Prince Philip, 99. What a life. Your brother is at the funeral. You're at the funeral. Probably going to talk to him. There's only six people legally allowed to be at the funeral. (laughs) You're going to talk to a few of them. My mom called me on Saturday. She's like, Oh, did you watch Prince Philip's funeral, Taz? I'm like, no, mom, I didn't. Why not? Oh, it was so inspiring. What a life well lived. He was a fantastic man. I'm like, Mom, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. I'm just trying to get through every day. <laughs> taking her one day at a time. The last thing I need to do is watch a funeral on television. <laughs> yeah, okay. Big, sad funeral. <laughs> yeah.